Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. This is your boy, Scott, here, the host and creator of the channel. Woke Society's here with my co-host, I Find It. How are we doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing great. Glad it's the weekend. So happy to be here with the Woke fam. Woke fam is here, man. The weekend is here also. And everyone, we made it. It is Saturday night. So let's kick it back, guys. Let's learn a little bit about the world today. We're going to be talking about is the military, have they gone completely woke? And a story that you guys are not going to want to miss are these California schools, they are trying to push this curriculum to teach kids to pray to this Aztec cannibal God, all in the name of social justice. And we're gonna learn so much more about that tonight and so much other stuff. So welcome in everybody. Great to see everybody here. I got my, I'm rocking my Foxhole t-shirt. Thanks to uh, Golden Spiral at Rise Attire, my friend. Thanks for uh, making these, they look great. They feel great and they look great as well. And uh, everyone, everyone enjoy the little rocking cat there. I love that little song, Trump's Little Bongo Man. It's so awesome how memes build up upon memes. So great to see everybody in the house tonight. We are live streaming on DLive, on Pill.net, of course, the Foxhole.app, on Twitch, on CloutHub, and on Periscope, and also on Roku at WokeSocieties.tv. People are enjoying that very much. It's a great thing to sign up on. We'll get to all that later. Um, we're going to get into our sponsor in just a moment. So let me know in the chat where you're all are from and uh, all that good stuff. And we'll get this show rocking in the news blitz in just a moment here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Chef Sarah G with the diamond. Great to see you woke. Happy weekend. Thank you, Sarah, for that diamond. We're going to have so much fun tonight, man. Dude, this uh, this this California story, dude, I cannot wait to get into it. But we're going to get into the military first, man, because I have some concerns with what I'm seeing, man. Some very big concerns. And um, we're going to jump into all that here. But first, guys, let's just hear a word from our sponsors, the boys over at pill.net, also the creators of the foxhole.app. If you guys haven't made an account yet, you all need to get over there. You can make one on pill.net or the foxhole app, whichever one you want to do. Um, and you can create a free account on a sensor free platform. But first, let's just hear a little bit from our friend Matt over at pill.net. Step in the virtual haven of pill.net, where you remain an individual. You are in control. Experience all that pill.net has. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want, load topics, activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on pill.net. 
All right. Thank you, Matt. So again, guys, Pill.net is a sensor-free platform that was built by Patriots for Patriots, like all of us out here. Please go sign up there, make an account, get your butts over to the foxhole.app. That is going to be the premier live streaming uh, platform that all, we're all going to be on at some point. So thank you guys that are hanging on DLive on Twitch. You guys are all fantastic and all that good stuff. Man, I'm ready to get into the news blitz. How about you? Yeah, man, I love this part. Just throw it all out there. Let's do it, right? I am all about this news blitz. Let's do it. All right, man. So the first thing we have up here for the news blitz of the day. This is out from the blaze. This is a Portland mayor. The Portland mayor wants to restore police funding amid violent crime wave after cutting funds last year. It's amazing, my friend. We are we are past a year now with these riots in the summer of love, and now we have moved into another year, and yet we are still here. They literally rioted yesterday as they took the fences down um, on a in a federal uh, courthouse. And they absolutely trashed it. And also, guess what? They lit it on fire with people inside. But guess what, man? According to the new attorney general, it happened at night. So (laughs) this isn't terrorism, remember? That's right. Absolutely crazy. So after all this, though, after stripping funds from the police last year, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler urged city lawmakers this week to restore some funding for the Portland Police Department as law enforcement there battles violent crime. And during his State of the City address on Friday that I'm sure, just like Joe Biden, a ton of people showed up for, Wheeler asked for $2 million in funding for police and other agencies to combat the raging gun violence that is plaguing the city. The move represents an about-face city, about-face after city leaders in June voted to cut nearly $16 million in the police budget, reductions that included the elimination of gun violence reduction unit. The cuts came amid. Um, because of George Floyd. The lion's share of the money would allow the Portland Police Department to hire more detectives and reestablish a patrol division focused on gun violence. Um, I find it, this sounds eerily familiar to what happened in Minneapolis where they wanted to defund the police. And uh, what happened, man? They got their police back. Crazy how that works, huh? Exactly. And at the same time, you know, they they thought they had control over that rabbit dog called Antifa, but obviously they didn't because they (laughs) followed him to his apartment. They went everywhere after this guy. They came after them. And what happens now? They start backtracking on it. They start backtracking. Exactly, man. Exactly. But something that something did happen yesterday that was very odd. Um, with the police out there with Antifa and something I'm kind of seeing of, of a turning point here. I'm going to show you this. The the police officer did something where they called they were kettling them, which all that means is they coordinated themselves to push the um, these Antifa riders into a into a choke point where they could um, round them all up at the same time. But they did something different than they haven't done before. And this is what they did. This is from Joseph A. Camp on Gab. Uh, the militant ones. OK, so overnight Antifa saw two mentalities during this kettle. The militant ones who stayed around refused to cooperate and got arrested. Uh, the cowardly ones who followed the lawful order submitted to identification and photographing and were released. Uh, the second group will over time be used to identify and provide intelligence against the first. They are now completely compromised. Antifa are too stupid to understand that no doubt uh, will allow the second group to continue to associate with those in the first. The fallout of this will have huge potential in multiple criminal investigations. Popcorn, anyone? And the only reason why I thought this was somewhat relevant is because even Andy No um, was tweeting out last night while all this was going on that police were doing something a little bit different. They weren't just arresting these people, booking them, and then letting them out. They were actually getting license plate numbers, um, full identification of these people, where they live, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So are they trying to now 
actually stop these things because Rona is on as is on um, is on its way out, and now their whole entire plot here to to uh, divert attention, I guess, is getting uh, the uh, the uh, welcome there is no longer welcome. What I'm seeing, I find it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's almost like they're pulling back a lot of the a lot of some of the crazy thing, crazier things that they did. Now, if I remember correctly, didn't the the didn't they like deputize a bunch of uh, you know, police officers to act as U.S. Marshals up there. And, you know, they were supposed to have more power and all this stuff. And now we're seeing that they're finally starting to take tag numbers, take pictures. I wonder if Ag Blue is still trying to fund them, you know, trying to bail them out. Is that still happening? Do you know? I don't know, man. I have no idea. I know they deputized a bunch of them over the summer, but I don't know what that led to because they're still there. <laughs> they're still doing it. Yeah. And the only time I've seen their tactics from the police side actually change were last night. So it's something to definitely keep an eye out on. Um, something else that happened too, uh, I find it was Trump spoke at a surprise uh, fundraiser uh, for for animal cruelty. And was this more dog comms? I'll let you guys decide. Take a watch. <laughs> The audio is terrible, but he said, we're here for the dogs. It was a dog fundraiser. And he sends what, says one other thing that was notable here. He calls out his daughter, Laura, thanks her and says, I don't know, Laura. I heard you're running for the Senate. Now, I'm not going to play the rest of the audio. There's a whole other minute there. You can barely hear what he's saying. But I saw a lot of people saying, is this more dog comms? Is there other things going on? And... He mentions doing work at the White House, but we also know at Mar-a-Lago there is a, a, a secondary White House there, right? I find it very interesting. You think there's anything to this? Man, it's uh, it's always worth putting on the shelf and keeping an eye on. And and for me, I still get so curious about things that just they just seem weird. You know, they stand out as something that he didn't even have to say. He just did. So what was the purpose? You know, absolutely, dude. No, I totally hear you. I mean, if Laura, if Laura Trump runs for Senate, I'm sure she'll, uh, she'll make some headway. She's got the Trump name behind her and probably a lot of funding as well. So very interesting. Cause a lot of people think um, that Trump is still running the show. And in, in some ways I think he is. And uh, it's just something to keep an eye on. But I see everyone in the chat saying, Oh man, I really miss Trump. Well, if you guys want to buy this, you have to get it through China, but it might be something I might be uh, put behind Bernie Sanders over here on, on my set. Check this out. This is from TRT World. Make your company great again. A ceramic figurine of former U.S. President Donald Trump as Buddha is trending on China's online shopping platform, uh, Tabo, with this slogan. The item is priced ranging from $153 to $614, depending on the size. Man, I don't know. Somebody, one of our friends mentioned I should put this on the baby list and I can have a, a meditating Trump next to the baby. I think this would make a great addition on the studio, man. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all are, y'all are into meditating and all this stuff. It kind of seems like you should have it on the shelf. But then again, man, I was also, you know, a fan of the big golden Trump statues. So I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't leave it up to everybody what they should do with it. Is this too far, ladies and gentlemen? Is this too far? Okay, so someone said, did Trump approve this? If it came from China, I highly doubt Trump approved this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just putting it out there. I don't think Trump approved it, but I thought it was pretty funny regardless uh, to see a Trump uh, Buddha statue because um, it's just, you know, he's known as a bull, right? As a, someone that doesn't give a, a crap about anything. He speaks his mind and seeing him in a meditative state, I just thought that was pretty funny. But what's not funny is what's happening out in Poland. 
Um, we, I need, we need more leaders like this, my friend. Um, the, I don't know. Th- this guy represented Poland at the um, EU. And pretty much he was looking at all these uh, politicians, all these lefty politicians, and pretty much saying, we got it right. You got it wrong. And I'm not here to play games and put on a show. This is all for politics. Sounds a lot like what's going out here, I find it. Let's play the audio here real quick. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, obviously, this mechanism is just a political tool, so I'm not going to get into it because everyone knows that this is a political tool that has nothing to do with the rule of law. So I'd like to give you a message from the majority of Polish people. The message is very clear. It has been out loud seven times in a row. Polish nation rejected your ideas. Polish nation rejected your ideas of leftism. So you have lost seven times. Mr. Biedron would confirm, you have lost. Polish society rejected you seven times. So to let you know, Poland is number one with unemployment. Poland is number three with management for women. And Poland is number one, Eurostat, it's your data, not ours, is number one as the safest place in Europe. So before you're going to judge, just before you're going to point us with your finger, maybe you should think about Sweden and the rapes on women by illegal migrants. Maybe you should focus on Germany, which is number one, with all these crimes coming over from illegal migrants instead of Poland. This is real. This is real democracy. And this is not our data. This is Eurostat. Thank you. Woo, baby. He didn't hold back, huh? I find it. He was, he was dropping numbers, dropping facts. He ain't playing games. I just want to find the one pick because it looks like they had Antifa here representing the U. Yep, there he is. <laughs> I'm sure. I wonder who he represents with the uh, pink and purple hair there. But, man, he was laying it out, dude, and he said, I'm not playing politics here. These are the numbers. We did our own thing with COVID. We did our own numbers. And all of you are destroying your own countries with letting illegal immigrants across your border. Um, with with we were fighting Rona the way we're supposed to, and we are one of the safest countries in of Europe. And here we are. And uh, he wasn't letting up, man. What'd you think? Yeah, man. When I see anything from another country doing something great like this, standing up to the left, standing up to that that ideology that just keeps trying to get into every single facet of this world, I love seeing it whenever somebody stands up. And I'm thinking right now, I'm kind of wondering, you know, like is Florida and Texas looking so good, Scott? I mean. Uh, well, right, right now, man, Florida's on top because, to me, the governor of Texas is a cuck. Um, one day he screams for uh, censorship, uh, no more censorship on, on, on uh, you know, big tech, than, but then calls Gab anti-Semitic. It, it just, to me, he's uh, he's compromised somewhere, man. I haven't seen anything like that at DeSantis, but we'll have to see, man. I love seeing uh, people step up to the plate and speak their minds and give the truth to what they're seeing and stand up to the establishment. But one other thing here I want to cover before we get to the funny video of the day, I find it, is this is this headline right here. This one surprised me. It may surprise some of you a little bit too. It says the Vatican, this is from Disclosed.tv, warns it has nearly depleted its reserves from donations, urging the faithful to continue giving to cover its deficit after publishing its 2021 budget. Now, I find it, there's many things that, many theories that I have about this. One, did did uh, Trump steal all the money? Did the Patriots take all the money from the Vatican? Or two, um, is the Vatican just full of it, knowing that how much resources these people have, how the hell did they run out of money, um, knowing what they're connected to and all the, and, you know, just in general, man, this is crazy to me if this is true. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that first part because that's where that's where I was kind of looking at it too. Is did Trump really get all the money from the Vatican, and that's why they're going broke over there? Because <laughs> I mean, there there was a few months there where I was really looking into this hard about you know this new currency that was coming through. We we got all the gold back. You know, the Vatican's empty and all this stuff. I mean, uh, I don't I don't know, man. This is something I'm gonna have to keep an eye on real close. So, yeah, guys, I would love to know what you think in the chat. Do you think Trump got all the money and the Patriots got all the money out of the Vatican? Because to me, this is the same thing for Hollywood. Anytime I'm seeing these uh, these 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 establishments and organizations bleed money, uh, lose resources, firing people. This is to me, is this is this a good thing? Is this a change? And is this have something to do with what Trump uh, did in office? It's hard to say. But when you see headlines like that, that the Vatican itself is out of money. Um, it's just that was really surprising to me. And I'm seeing a bunch of people in the chat. They have a bunch, a bunch of different opinions here saying, yes, uh, icon rich cash poor Vatican week. Here's the hoping make it happen. Yeah, we'll have to see. Just stop paying uh, male prostitutes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. That'll work, too. That'll end in diddling uh, children with all their priests. That would that would probably definitely help the image and probably the money flow into the Vatican. But absolutely crazy, man. So that's going to be our news blitz, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, thank you so much for that. And uh, what we're going to get into now is the funny video of the day, ladies and gentlemen. And that's going to go right into our main topics, which is the is the military going woke, guys. I am not pleased with what I'm seeing with our military leaders. Not at all. It's, this isn't talking smack about soldiers and the regular people that serve our country. It has nothing to do with them. We're going to be focusing on the leadership today. And uh, it doesn't look too good. And then we're going to get into a story with Sydney Powell real quick. And we have so much more going on with this uh, Aztec story that kids are going to be praying to, uh, might be praying to in California. It's absolutely crazy. But Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen, said we might be able to celebrate 4th of July um, with their friends and family this year as if we didn't do that last year. So with that, Mr. Cat Turd, um, there's a <laughs> Donald, uh, Il Donaldo Trumpo made this uh, meme here, guys, and you're going to enjoy it. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Let's do it. If we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends, We'll be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout or a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. After this long, hard year, that will make this Independence Day something truly special. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through project looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past but there won't be any deals Hope society's been You know it's time to go Grab your popcorn Sit back now Enjoy the show Severe and non on the mic So come on Enjoy the flow The wave is rising And you know it's only gonna grow All 
All right. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for hanging out in our pre-show there. We got our news blitz, covered a bunch of stuff there, but we're getting into our main topics now. I find we have almost 800 viewers on DLive already, and we're just getting started, my friend. We got a good audience tonight, which I'm really excited about. So thank you, guys. And remember, the best way to donate to the show is through the Cash App. Um, DLive turned our lemons back on. We have no idea how long that's going to be before. Um, we're trying to keep it as clean as possible here. and um, But they do take a cut. Um, from from uh, from any time you donate. So the best way, ladies and gentlemen, is to do the cash app, write direct donation. The creators, me, myself, um, and I find we all get um, those those full donations. So the mods are dropping those. So just remember that, guys. Just wanted to put that out there. Thank you for all the support and all of the love that you guys have been sending through. Uh, the, the baby registry, me and the wifey are super appreciative of it. We get something in the mail almost every day, and we will do a show for all of you uh, to do that. So absolutely thankful and i love the woke fan man i'm ready to get into the content man how about you let's do it dude all right so i'm sure most of you maybe not most of you but a lot of you had heard about this story with tucker carlson um when he was calling out uh the military about having pregnant women um serving in the military now we're gonna get our takes on all this in just a moment but for the ones who haven't seen this i want to have this as a jumping off point because the reaction to it to a lot of this was disturbing because remember Fox news to me is cucked. Um, Tucker Carlson, he's, he's good, but you know, he's had, no one's perfect. But my thing is I, I just, once Fox news did what they did with the election, it, they've been dead to me, but I want you guys to see this quick video here. And then we're going to get into the reactions of um, some military personnel and some, some verified accounts in the department of defense um, in reaction to this. And it doesn't have it doesn't sit well with me, guys, as far as where the military is going, the leadership wants to take it. It's a little bit scary, and that's where we're gonna be focusing on tonight. So this is the video about Tucker Carlson talking about Joe Biden's um his vision for the military with uh with pregnant women in the military and all that stuff. Let's take a watch and we're gonna jump off jump off the uh jumping point right here. China released a notice entitled Proposal to Prevent the Feminization of Male Adolescents. The goal was to quote, cultivate students' masculinity. Have you seen this on other channels, by the way? Kind of interesting, isn't it? China won't explain the reasoning behind this plan, but there are some clues. Last year, we learned that China has quickly developed the world's largest naval force. In 2015, China had 255 battle force ships. Now they have more than 360. And many of those ships are more capable than anything in the American naval fleet. So how are we responding to this? Well, at the White House yesterday, Joe Biden addressed it effectively. What's the American military's response? Here's what Joe Biden said. Some of it's relatively uh, straightforward work, where we're making good progress, designing body armor that fits women properly, tailoring combat uniforms for women, creating maternity flight suits, and updating, uh, updating requirements for their st hairstyles. And some of it is going to take an, uh, you know, an, an intensity of purpose and mission to really change the culture and habits that cause women to leave the military. So we've got new hairstyles and maternity flight suits. Pregnant women are going to fight our wars. It's a mockery of the U.S. military. While China's military becomes more masculine as it's assembled the world's largest navy, our military needs to become, as Joe Biden says, more feminine. Whatever feminine means anymore, since men and women no longer exist. The bottom line is, it's out of control, and the Pentagon's going along with this. Again, this is a mockery of the U.S. military and its core mission, which is winning wars. 
One of the few people who's been paying attention to this is someone who served in the U.S. military, Indiana Congressman Jim Banks. Recently, he wrote a letter to the U.S. Chief of Naval Operations asking why the Navy had included a book, Racist Filth, by Ibrahim X. Kendi on its 2021 reading list. Because that book teaches exactly what the Chinese propaganda ministry teaches, that America is fundamentally immoral. Congressman Jim Banks joins us tonight. So I find I'm listening to this, and the thing is, I totally understand. I understand what I totally get what Tucker's saying as far as, you know, pregnant women serving in the military. And, you know, the thing I have more concern with is what Joe Biden's talking about with the two uh, women generals behind him. The whole thing with this man is I, I don't care what skin color you are, what gender you are. Um, if you are qualified for a job and you can do the job, um, that's fine. When it comes to things like um, like combat and flying flying fighter jets, I wouldn't want somebody, nor could I think that the military would possibly put a woman um, in a position like that where it could damage the baby or hurt themselves or because the woman's pregnant um, harm someone else in their team because the other parts of the team have to worry about that person. There are so many things to this, man, but what, did you, what was your initial reaction to what Tucker said here? So it looks like Tucker's just using the classic sarcasm. You know, he's overplaying, he's over-exaggerating a little to prove the point. And that's the same thing that a lot of us do. And, you know, I watched some of the responses. I was looking in comments. I was looking at other stuff. And a lot of people had a problem with it and everything. But to me, he did a good job on on reading this. Uh, now, as far as, like, Biden's speech and everything, it, I can't really tell if he was just if, – if that was a gaffe sort of thing or if it was for real. Like, they're going to make – they're going <laughs> to actually make flight suits for women. Yeah. No, he, he's dead serious, man. And I just want to call real quick. Is it real? Thanks to the Ninja Gini, uh, the Capum for the Diamond, and also Lens Overt for the Diamond. Thank you guys so much. Um, no, man, I think he's dead serious. The problem is ever since this guy got in, it's about how many black people can I get in positions and how many how many minorities can I get in these high power positions and how many women can I get in these positions? It sounds to me like they're pandering to the the to the 20% of the country that thinks that this country is racist, um, is just, you know, doesn't put women first or care about women's rights, all that stuff, man. It seems like they're just putting on a show to show that we care about these things and they're putting in these actions that they don't really affect the total outcome of it. But Tucker is bringing up really good points, man. The, the thing is, it's just like when uh, what we saw with Texas uh, this past month with the windmills and the green energy and all this, you know, all this stuff about, you know, windmills and, you know, solar panels, all these things that they want America to do and participate in um, the Paris Climate Accord, that. The thing is, China and all these other countries, they're not going to comply with it. The, uh, China makes all these things and will send it to the United States. But guess what? China is also going to be doing the same thing they've been doing with fossil fuels and producing it and becoming a large exporter. Um, like when we were under Trump, we were exporting all that stuff ourselves. We weren't importing. We were exporting all that. We were making money doing that. We we're bringing industry back into the country. This is, again, is about weakening and in my mind, you know, just like I said, completely weakening our country and just bleeding it dry, just like the years that were under Obama. It's the same thing. And now I'm seeing this with our military and it's just absolutely insane. And the, when I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a knock on anyone that's in the military now, because I would love to know at some point if anybody, if there's a if there's a veteran out there that's still in the military, what they think about all this. I'm not in the military. I didn't go to boot camp. I didn't train. I have zero issue, my friend, um, 
with women being in the military. If they can cut it, and there are women that can cut it, just like the um, just like the men can. That I, it's out there. They are out there. But when it comes to certain things like battling on on a field, um, and infantry, and you know, manning tanks, and you know, fighter jets, and all that stuff, man, I just why would you want to put your team in a position to worry about someone like that if if, if it's just going to be a distraction from the overall goal? And the overall goal is to win or win the war, or win the battle with whatever you're doing or completing your objective. It doesn't make any sense to me. But when I see things like this, what I'm about to show you guys, this is the uh, Pentagon press secretary, uh, John Kirby. He was not happy with Tucker Carlson, and of course, he ended up on a CNN on a CNN take here. So you guys can kind of feel like where he's going to lean to. Uh, just listen to this real quick. It's 21 seconds. What you won't do is take personnel advice from a talk show host or the Chinese military. Now, maybe those folks feel like they have something to prove. That's on them. Uh, the secretary certainly shares the revulsion of so many others uh, to what Mr. Carlson said uh, in his opening statement. Revol- what we absolutely won't revulsive he said i find it revulsive now we just heard what tucker said he didn't say women shouldn't be in the military any of that stuff he was calling out specifically pregnant women and i'm sure dude there's plenty of women that have children on the base that happens but they shouldn't be in positions where it could compromise them or other people i don't think that's such a bad take that's not knocking women at all that's just to me logical and common sense um but what do you what do you think about that well first of all you know military I agree with you, man. It should be the best of the best, the best training, the hardest training. We should be training, you know, every one of our soldiers to use the abilities that they can harness the most to do the best job that they can, man or woman. I don't care. But the other thing, I, I saw it over here in the Foxhole chat, and sorry if I bought your name, but I think it's Akira. Uh, and if I'm correct, said they previously were in the military. Well, one of the comments was that, you know, if uh, once once a woman becomes pregnant or whatever, after a certain amount of time, they they go to desk duty. And so whenever Biden stands up here and says this during a speech, what am I, am I to assume that those sorts of rules and regulations about women that are pregnant are just going to be just crossed off the board altogether. And now pregnant women are going to be flying fighter jets because that's, (laughs) that's where it, it makes, you know, the, the common sense go is is if he's going to start saying that we're going to make these outfits and change all these hairstyles, do all this stuff then a lot of things could be changing, you know, in our military. And that's, that's, that's not good. (laughs) No, it's not good at all. And unfortunately, man, my tabs here for my show here are all spinning out and (laughs) oh no, what is happening right now? My internet is giving up on all of my tabs here. So just bear with me guys, (laughs) bear with me here. This has never happened on the show. Not with brave. I use brave. Okay, here it is. It came back. It came back. Thank God, guys. No, man, I totally agree with you. And the thing is, it's just coming from Joe Biden. It's like you don't know what the uh, true, um, I guess, is it really? Are you really trying to do this for women? Are you trying to pander? And I think um, we could all kind of figure out where that's coming from. So, guys, I'm going to try to pull up the video here. My my browser is tanking right now, and I don't know uh, what is going on here. But, you know, it's almost like I expect the next thing for them to say is that they're going to start making military bases gun-free zones. You know, like that's that's kind of the direction that I'm I'm afraid that it'll go is that they're going to start saying crazy stuff like that. Absolutely, dude. Uh, So just bear with me, guys, while I while I figure out what's going on with my Internet here. This is the worst timing uh, for this to happen. But, 
Yeah, man, it's a lot of outrage was uh, involved with this. Let me see here. Let me uh, let me end it here. I'm gonna end it and I'm gonna pull it out here. One second, guys. I hopefully when I pull up my Brave browser, it'll restore my tabs. I'm hoping. Pray to God, guys. This is what this is what happened the other night with uh, with the, when I had decided to do drunk societies. So yeah, guys, it's really it's really crazy here. Hopefully, it'll pull up. Uh, restore. Okay, we are restoring our tabs. Yes. This show will go on. So, guys, the, the, really what I was seeing here, um, the whole point of bringing this up was the outrage that came from Tucker Carlson's uh, response here. And you'd think the military would try, you know, be be focusing in on, you know, the election fraud or China, you know, things that actually matter. This uh, U.S. Space Command uh, senior enlisted leader uh, put out a response to this, and I want you guys to listen to what he said here. Take a watch. Drama TV. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I call it. I'll apologize up front and tell you that I don't have cable news at home. I don't have it here in the office, and I don't watch a lot of drama TV. I understand some comments were made yesterday, and I watched the clip that Mr. Carlson produced as he referred to pregnant women in the military. I'll remind everyone that his opinion, which he has a a right to, is based off of actually zero days of service in the armed forces. Let me offer you my opinion. My opinion is based off of 28 years of actual service in the military, 28 years in the Marine Corps, in combat operations out at sea, and in garrison. And so he was talking specifically about pregnant women in the armed forces today and how it makes us less less lethal and less fit and less ready. Let me tell you where he's wrong. Those decisions were made by medical professionals, by commanders, and our civilian leadership that allows for women to have more time with their children to recuperate, to get fit and ready, to take that time that's necessary that our medical professionals know is needed, which actually makes us a more lethal and ready and fit force, ready to fight the wars of today and the wars of tomorrow. The bottom line is that we value women in our, in our armed forces. We value the, those that have served in the past and we value those that have served today. We value our families in the military. I wanna say God bless everyone that is serving today. God bless the women that are serving today. God bless the men and women that are serving today. God bless our country, our partners, and our allies. Let's get back to work. Let's remember that those opinions were made by an individual who has never served a day in his life. Let's remember that's all about drama TV. God bless America. I find it, I just gotta say, man, to have an opinion and take on something like this, you don't have to serve in the military uh, to have a take like Tucker, Tucker did. And I just want to put a full disclaimer out there. I am not a Tucker apologist. I honestly think Fox News is doing a lot of this uh, to try to retain a lot of their viewers that they lost over the election. Um, and they do these stories to help with that. Um, but when you hear responses like this from somebody that's in the military, um, it's just, it really makes you think, why is, one, why is he going on social media and doing this? You don't normally see this. Um, from people in the military, especially high up at all, dude, even regular soldiers, you don't really see this too often. And he's going off on this, and you can kind of tell where he leans, right? Yeah, I mean, it, you can you can definitely see it and feel it. And I don't want to disrespect anybody in our military, you know, by any means, but for for a respected military officer to get on social media and actually lash out towards, you know, mainstream media, Tucker Carlson, whoever it may be at the time, it's to me, it, it feels almost embarrassing because our military is, is above a certain level in my mind. You know, I, I, I hold them to the highest degree of respect and, and to even 
to even stop for a second to talk about something like Tucker Carlson is almost just ridiculous to me. I, I don't even know why you would do that. Stay silent. Keep working. You know, that that's yep. kind of where I stand on it. You know, that's the thing, man. I'm going to show you guys this account, too. This is this is from the, an official Department of Defense. Uh, this is the MEF Information Group there. This is the verified account. You can see the check mark on it. They put out what it looks like in today's armed forces, and they added Tucker Carlson here. You know, they let him know, hey, Tucker, this is how we feel about it. Get right before you get left, boomer. Straight up called them a boomer, and this is a this is obviously a woman carrying a soldier here. And somebody wrote here, Scott Malkin said, please focus on China and not Tucker Car- Carlson. And the account actually responded to this. Come back when you served and been pregnant. What? Why is this out in the, what? Who is running this? This is a military DOD. What is, what is going on? So even Arthur Schwartz here, who's a, uh, a journalist said, where the hell is the DOD IG? Why is there an endless stream of this crap coming out of the official DOD social media accounts? When did it become okay for some pencil pushing flunky manning a DOD Twitter account to get into arguments with and insult the public? This is, this is why I find this stuff concerning, man, because it seems like, a lot of people that are in the higher ups, the people that maintain the power of the military, they they want to get into these spats. And when they get into these spats, they show you exactly where they lean. Why is the military getting so politicized now? We saw this with the uh, when when the uh, D- the DC soldiers came in, right? The National Guard they were vetting uh, the soldiers for extremism. Remember this? Yeah. Why why are they going down this road? This is why you know people say the military, you know, the Patriots are under control in the military. It's I'm hoping that is the case. But when I see stories like this, when we see stories that Biden's okay with taxpayers footing the bill for, gen, uh, for, for um, gender reassignment surgery, you're literally, Americans are gonna be literally footing the bill. Doesn't matter if you're Catholic, Christian, Muslim, this affects everybody. No matter if you agree with it or not, we are now gonna be paying for that. And you think China, you think this stuff is happening in the other militaries, I find it? Do you think Russia and China and Iran and all these countries that, that cannot stand us are worried about transgender, people that identify as transgender and giving them surgeries and making their country pay for it? What do you think no. these other countries are doing right now? They're laughing at us. Yeah, it's a complete joke. And look, I'm seeing a lot of veterans over here in the Foxhole chat and, you know, just talking to y'all look I, i've known a, f- a few in my in my lifetime and i was always under the the assumption you know having conversations with them they would speak about civilian life versus you know military life and and things like that and it was almost as if they they were just completely separate you know completely separate world com- completely separate talk um and and now i'm kind of seeing the mesh you know of where it's it's moving over into the the ridiculousness that I would call mainstream world. And, and it's, it's unsettling to say the least to see them even having conversations on Twitter. You know, it's, that doesn't make any sense to me. I'd like to know y'all's opinion in the chat about, you know, just what, what were you, how did y'all carry yourselves, you know, whenever you were in the military, when you were serving, did it have any semblance of talking to the public the way that they are right now? Because it's just crazy to me. It is crazy. And this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying sit here and turn. This is not blanket stating state state. This isn't a blanket statement for the entire military. Everybody in the military now is compromised. 
I don't believe that. There are plenty of veterans out there and plenty of people have served and are serving now that respect our flag, that do that are just like us. And there's right. probably way more of them than what we are focusing on now. Remember, guys, these transgenders are 1%, barely 1% of our population. But this, this Equality Act and, you know, getting jumpsuits for pregnant women and all, it's just like, I just feel like they are just, they are neutering down and watering down and weakening over weakening the the image of our military that Trump spent four years rebuilding, giving them all the resources for all new um, equipment, weapons, and it's just cutting it back down. And you're making us look like fools again to the rest of the world. That's what I that's what I get from all of this here. And it's when you see guys, this is the, and remember this uh, Austin Lloyd guy, the guy that uh, Joe Biden couldn't remember who was uh, at the Pentagon. This is just a quick side story talking about how he overrode the National Guard, um, the National Guard general in keeping troops in D.C. We all know they're keeping the troops in D.C. till like May now or something. Absolutely crazy. And the general of the National Guard wanted uh, 2,200 troops because they're already run thin between riots, forest fires and general uh, just general uh, crimes throughout the country. And this general here is like, now nah, we're good. We're going to keep playing the charade of a dictatorship in D.C., uh, but for my boss, Joe Biden. And these guys are all in on it. These are all the top dudes that are totally fine with what Joe Biden's doing. And I just don't see when the military leaders, because who, who are these, who are the bosses of these people? Because if those are the people that we are trusting in, we need to find out their names. If people keep saying the military is in control, we need to find out who is controlling these guys. Where is the message coming down? Because it's got to stop somewhere. And from what I'm seeing in the news, ladies and gentlemen, the military leaders and the Pentagon and with Joe Biden and everything else going on, they are trying to push this agenda that was put on hold for four years because thank God Trump was there. And now it's back to business as usual. And it's just, it's hard to stomach that we are paying for a lot of this. We are paying for it. And the thing is, man, what if somebody just decides, well, I can't afford to get my surgery, so I'll wait till I'm 18, join up with the military, get my surgery, and then bounce out. What's stopping that from happening? Exactly, and it's providing it's providing an incentive that shouldn't be there to begin with. I mean, look, I know tons of people who wanted to get an education, wanted to go into the military. They did it, you know, for the benefits and for their country at the same time. Now, I have nothing, I have no problem with that whatsoever. I think it's great, but this right here, this sort of incentive to join up so that you can go get these kinds of surgeries. I mean, what are you even talking about? You know, it's showing me that the military industrial complex or whoever it is, whatever label you want to put on the very, very tip top is not only engaging in, in, in the propaganda and our news and the left's ideology and narratives, but they're also, you know, they're going to offer these sorts of things to the left to encourage them to join our military so that, you know, everybody out there on the, on the, the fighting grounds is going to have rainbow hair. Like, I don't, I don't (laughs) understand, you know, it's making them look, it's making us look weak. uh, You know, to me that that's where I I, I come down to is it makes us look weak and uh, it's not doing, you know, any good for us. So what comes to mind right there, my last thought on this man is just, endure like this is something that we have to endure and we know that the ratio is 100 to 1 we know that we are more than them that this is a very a very few 
a small group that is standing up screaming with a huge microphone that this is what they want to do. Right. And we own this. All right. We, we have this. So we need to endure this junk and fight back. That's the thing I'm worried about, man, because we're seeing what's happening with our schools, which we're going to get into in just a minute. Our, our public schools are coming left indoctrination camps. That's exactly what they're coming. That's what they're turning into. Is the military now going to be turning into this? Because the younger generations that are coming up, growing up, thinking this is how this is how you think America. There's a problem with America that needs to be fixed. And by fixing it, we need to do all these crazy things that are actual uh, socialism and communism. They have nothing to do with the Constitution. And you grow up thinking this is how it's supposed to be. And then you have an entire generation come up that have been brainwashed through the media. They get into the military and this this becomes the new norm. This is what I think they want to do, man. And I, I was laughing when you th- when you said they're going to be enlisting with rainbow hair. I just want to show this quick article from Babylon B. The uh, <laughs> the headline was great. It says powerful military to allow troops to replace camo with colors of their gender identity flag. <laughs> Jesus, I know it's this is complete satire, but this isn't to me. This is almost isn't too far from reality, right? Yeah, <laughs> this is. <laughs> I, I know, guys, it's it's crazy, but this is what we're dealing with nowadays, and it's just, you know, it's hard it's hard to stomach this. So the last thing I want to bring up with this, because Tucker did bring up the fact that other countries are looking at us and laughing at us, and, you know, China's building super soldiers with God knows what kind of genetic weird stuff they got from Bill Gates or whatever, and we're out here watching China literally surpass us. And an example of this, I wanted to show you guys real quick. This is from the Epic Times. Uh, they ran, this is says war game simulation shows U S would lose fast. If China decided to invade Taiwan and this again was just, um, Oh, thanks. I continue reading for free. Thank you. Epic times. It says the Chinese invasion of Taiwan would be devastating to the U S military as a result of Beijing's aggressive military development in recent years, according to a U.S. air force general, the outcome was based on a classified Pentagon war game simulation carried out over the years. Air force Lieutenant general, Uh, Clinton Hino said in a recent interview with Yahoo News, he said that U.S. forces were losing more quickly in recent simulations after taking into consideration the Chinese regime's new military capabilities. In China, dude, they are building up so fast. They are getting ready for a takeover in probably about five to six years. That is what they're projecting. So it says, after the 2018 war game, I distinctly remember one of, the, one of our gurus of wargaming standing in front of the Air Force Secretary and Chief of Staff and telling them that we should never play this wargame scenario of a Chinese attack again because we know what is going to happen. That's not very reassuring, I find it. Um, it says the definitive answer, if the U.S. military doesn't change course, is that we're going to lose fast. In that case, an American president would likely be presented with almost a fight accompli. Since President Joe Biden took office on the 20th, the Chinese Communist Party has escalated its warmongering toward Taiwan, a democratic self-ruled island that Beijing claims as part of its territory. And we saw reports of this, I find, of them going to airspace, kind of just uh, flirting with it a little bit, sending some uh, some warships over there, you know, kind of so they could see it was a it was a show of power. Um, And they they're continually doing this. The problem is. When asked by a senator about the United States' ability to defend Taiwan, this is what they said. I think our conventional deterrent is actually eroding in the region, citing the Chinese military's vast advances in size over the past decade and also in capability. 
The People's Liberation Army Navy is now larger than the U.S. Navy. By 2025, the PLA is projected to have three more aircraft carriers in the Western Pacific to, uh, to ours, which we just have one, 12 amphibious assault ships to the United States, four, and 108 modern multi-warfare combatant ships to the United States, 12, according to estimates by U.S. Indo-Pacific Command submitted to Congress. The problem I have, I find it, is that we're seeing China build all this stuff up, build their warships, um, everything, multi-warfare combatant ships, and we're over here paying for people that lop their genitals off because we need to be inclusive to everybody. Do you see the problem I'm having, my friend? Yeah, man, and it's it, to me, this this very well could be one of the first signs that you know, we need to mark down our calendars whenever we're seeing articles like this, because, you know, just to kind of put this into perspective, we're, we're, we're seeing this war game played out. We're seeing the threat. We're seeing the warning signs of what, what may could come. And I think we've always, you know, in my whole adult life, I've, I've always kind of wondered, you know, what would be that next war? Because you and me, we, we were there, you know, we've always known war our whole life, right? It's always been out there in the world as all through school, growing up, everything. It's just been going on for 20 years. And so, you know, it's it to us, I think, you know, we're looking at this and we're saying, okay, well, this might could happen. And at the same exact time, they're also cracking down on gun laws. They're trying to prevent us from private sales and, and all of this stuff. So it, it makes you worry. And I just think back on last year. I think back on last year, every time the word, you know, gun was mentioned or ammo, immediately gun sales went up, ammo sales went up. And I just want to remind everybody out there, America has, you know, all of their guns and their ammo in their homes. You know, that's, that's just how we roll. We've always been that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's where my confidence comes from is that, is that me and my neighbor and the neighbor next to him, we've got it together, you know, and that's, that's the kind of community that we need to be having is, is getting groups together and talking about what would happen just like we're doing right here on Foxhole right now. But, you know, in real life, in your own communities is to get together and talk about these things, about what would happen in the worst case scenarios. Where would you go? What would you do? Um, right. I love having those conversations and planning things out, man, because these kind of things, you see them and it can, it can make fear rise in you. And so you need to prepare with, with your friends and your family. Absolutely. And I don't want to doom porn everybody because the Trump, Trump did rebuild our military and that that's not just going to go to the wayside. Right. He, he did give them um, ever as much new stuff as they possibly could. I mean, that wasn't just too long ago, guys. So it's just where we're seeing right now. I mean, we're only what this is the third month in already. It's, it's kind of crazy that we're moving that quick. Um, thank God, because we need to go quicker if things are going to yeah, stay this way. And, and real quick, you know, I live in Port City and and I've seen I've seen ships getting built. And for the last, you know, four years, I did see, you know, a good many ships getting built and uh, and sent out. And it was just it was just great to see that. So the, pr the production was there for us and we we built some freaking awesome stuff. I mean, I saw a ship that's got a submarine in the bottom of it. How cool is that? But that, you know, is so cool. that just raised that confidence back up just a little bit. But, you know, absolutely. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm just trying to paint a picture of what what we're seeing here as far as the military, because I'm going to always shoot it straight with you guys. I'm going to be as realistic as possible. I'm not going to speculate and give you uh, and give you hopium uh, anymore. It's just not going to happen. It's not it's it's not helping anything. So this is just what I'm seeing from some military leaders out on the social media um, and just the message they're sending to everybody. And it just reminds me when I was kind of paying attention, you know, even before Trump in the Obama years, 
you know, I remember when Obama would get on his knees and kneel down to uh, world leaders and kiss their rings and kiss their hands. And to me, this is just like kind of the same picture, man. It's just making us look weak uh, to the rest of the world to say, hey, America is a doormat again. The citizens are going to be paying for all your country's stuff. They're going to stay getting screwed. It's back to business as usual. And the America first agenda is clearly gone with this. They want America to be like every other country and just be this globalist, globalist glob of just us peasants and the globalists at the top of the military industrial complex, man. That's what it feels like. Just want to get real quick to some donations. Gary, thank you so much. Uh, I still have faith. I still trust Trump. Thank you. I do too, my friend. Uh, Brett, thank you for the donation. And Heather, always, thank you so much. Great show as always. Thank you, guys. I find it. Do you have any donations before we continue? Yeah, man. I got one from Misty saying, hey, what's up? Love the show. So I appreciate you out there for the Cash App donation. Beautiful. Awesome, guys. So that's going to re- – so, guys, I just – that's what we wanted to get to as far as the military. It certainly feels like the leadership wants to go and get the uh, the woke – the woke treatment, at least at the top, and wants it to uh, blend down all the way into the, the uh, everyone else. So hopefully that won't stay the case, but that's what we're out here uh, talking about and doing. So, guys, this insane story we need to cover because what do we get called for for so many years? We got called, we're in, we're in a cult, right? Even even if you didn't uh, subscribe to Cure Whatever, even if you, you know, believe you uh, question your government, question the mainstream media, question anything— you get you get called a far right, uh, you know, just the worst names possible, racist, all these crazy things, right? Well, there is this curriculum out in California that is actually it's being voted on. It is called the Revenge of the Gods. <laughs> I'm not joking. Jesus, this is a this is called this is what you would call left wing political ideology, and this is going to be in kids' schools. What am I talking about? We got to jump into this, man. This this was too juicy to pass up because when I saw this, the Aztec deity that these people that they want these kids to study, this Aztec deity is is hundred percent tied to human sacrifice. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is all very real. So next week, this is from city-journal.org. Next week, the California Department of Education will vote on a new statewide eth- ethnic studies curriculum that advocates the decolonization. There it is, of American society and elevates Aztec religious symbolism all in the service of a left-wing political ideology, guys. This is extremely real. They're using this Aztec uh, religion to promote decolonization of America. We're going to get more into this. So the person that made this, uh, the solution according to uh, Chat Tuin, that's the person that created this uh, this program, and the ethnic studies curriculum is to name, speak to, resist, and transform the hegemonic Eurocentric neocolonial condi- uh, condition in a posture of transformational resistance. Can you imagine, man, telling a class of 12-year-olds this stuff? But this is where they want to go. The ultimate goal is to decolonize American society and establish a new regime of counter-genocide and counter-hegemony. Uh, which will displace white Christian culture and lead to the regeneration of indigenous epistemic and cultural fertility. <laughs> I can't even say some of these words, man. Uh, this religious concept is fleshed out in the model curriculum's official ethnic studies community chant. So they're going to have these kids chant, guys. The curriculum recommends that teachers lead their students in a series of indigenous songs, chants, and affirmations 
including the Inlock Ock affirmation in which appeals directly to the Aztec gods. <laughs> Students first clap and chant to the god Tezcatlipoca, uh, whom the Aztecs traditionally worship with human sacrifice and cannibalism, asking him for the power. What's the power for, I find it, before we continue? The power to be warriors for social justice. Man, before I continue, do you have any takes on this? I got, I've got my head in my hands. <laughs> like, this is so ridiculous. Look, first of all, perspective. This is one, one state, one place. There's no way some bullshit like this would even be able to walk through the front doors of a southern state. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, but can you believe this crap? Who sat down and wrote this, man? <laughs> no, dude. dude, I'm sitting here reading this article. I'm like, I would never normally talk about an article like this, but it's this. you can't make this stuff up. So there, you have to go through these chants and sing songs and affirmations. And next, the students will chant uh, to, I'm not even going to try to pronounce, these gods seeking healing um, and a revolutionary spirit in particular is the Aztec deity of war and inspired hundreds of thousands of human sacrifices during Aztec rule. Finally, the chant comes to a climax with a request for liberation, transformation, and decolonization after which students shout, Pancha Ba, Pancha Ba, in pursuit of ultimate uh, critical consciousness. So what is the whole entire point of, to uh, just wrap this up um, real quick? Uh, the State Board of Education will vote on this curriculum next week. Any sane governing body would reject it as wholesale. And really, this is to go after, it says here in the article, white, uh, white Christians. That is ultimately what this is targeting, and they want to get, they're trying to instill, oh, here it is, right there. Uh, the religious narrative is even more disturbing. Chotten developed a related Mandela claiming that white Christians committed theocide against indigenous tribes killing their gods and replacing them with Christianity. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is all about our history. And a lot of it, yeah, of course it's bloody. None of it, not all of it was done uh, morally or ethically. No one, no one's arguing that, that we came over here and killed a lot, of the, a lot of the people that were over here when we got here. That's not, that's not, that's not surprising to anybody. But now they're trying to teach what is in front of them now it's almost like reparations in a way, right? I find it we have to we have to go back and and pretty much resolve our sins of past generations that came here before us and pretty much denounce uh, Christianity, denounce everything that this country is now, and go back uh, to the ways before it was colonized. Man, this to me is so it has so many heads, man. This snake has so many heads between. Uh, praising a Aztec god that you know people back then brought human sacrifices to, you're chanting, you know, prayer. That stuff is very real, man. That th there is a spiritual war here, and then on top of it, um, you're going to start replacing the culture. This to me, man, is going after everything, everything in one small package, and it's going to be. They're voting on this to be in the schools out in California, man. This is crazy. Yeah, and I'm, I'm guessing that, the, you know, you've got two trends going at the same time. After last year, lots of parents decided they were going to start homeschooling. I know we do. We homeschool now, all because of crap like this. And, you know, Scott, you and me, again, we're about the same age. Growing up in school, we used to have the pledge. You know, we used to have the pledge in that. And the Christian, you know, uh, I guess, values and things like that, they were taught in, in public schools because they're simple and they're, they're just good rules to live by. And, We've seen this under attack our entire lives. And so this to me is sort of like a, con a 
just a big conglomeration of that that attack all inside of one document to just go and push it right over the the ridiculous edge into hey let's go back to Mayan times and worship Aztec gods yeah that that sort of thing and it's just it's sickening to see it. I mean because you can see there was a lot of work put into this you know this wasn't just <laughs> right. some this wasn't just some twenty minute article that somebody sat down and wrote this is. This is wanting to change the minds, the hearts, and steal the souls of, of, of children in our schools to worship something that we, we don't even talk. It, it makes no sense at all. It's, it's such a reach, you know? It is, man. It's like they've had this waiting. They just needed the right leadership and the right culture time uh, to inject it. And it's like they've had it ready to go. Trump's out. Let's start attacking. We're going to start in California. We're going to start in these liberal, you know, Democratic states. And um, we're going to inject it here. And, you know, we keep saying, man, they're going after anybody that's conservative right now, even people that are even in the middle, even that even suggest anything on the right side, you get you get canceled. Um, but it just seems like this is the this is the way they want to take things. And I, I just couldn't imagine, man, having my kid come home from school and be like, hey, dad, hey, dad, I learned how to chant to uh, this Aztec god. And uh, we did affirmations, and we want we we want we were praying for the decolonization of America. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, there's gonna be a nice phone call to the school, even if we have to go and talk to the principal and the teacher. And you're guess what, buddy, you're not going to school anymore. <laughs> you're gonna be staying yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, somebody, it's they're not getting smacked with the phone book. They're getting smacked with the Bible. I'm making a visit. Every one of y'all just line up and take it. That's it's not gonna work <laughs> like that, man. It, that, too. No way, dude. No way. <laughs> no way is right, man. So just guys, if you have kids out in California, please be careful. I don't know what school district they're talking about for this possibly going, um, but it's absolutely crazy. You guys need to know about stuff like this because I'm sure out here in New York, there's probably, who knows, maybe it's Mayans. We're going to start praying to Mayans now. And uh, maybe California do the Aztecs. New York is going to do the Mayans. So between both of them, man, We'll have enough uh, generations to uh, to want to decolonize America and, and uh, <laughs> go backwards, man. I can't help but laugh. But last thing I want to cover, guys, before um, we get into the clowns of America tonight, I want to show you this video. Now, this is kind of an older story. We kind of talked about this. You all remember when when uh, Kelly Loeffler's assistant, the boyfriend of Brian Kemp's daughter, died in that car accident? Accident. And it lit on fire, and it melted the car. It looked like a bomb went off in it. There was a huge explosion. Neighbors heard it from miles away. Well, Sydney Powell weighed in on what she believes, and her sources are saying it is, and it lined up into exactly what we all were saying months ago. I just want you guys to see this if you didn't catch it. It shows you just how far these people were to go to send threats and steal our election. Watch this. ...knowledge, but I do have knowledge of other people being threatened and uh, horribly intimidated by threats and extortion and even the the murder of Kelly Leffler's young staffer in Georgia. That was no car accident. He was vaporized by whatever the explosion was. Some people who know more about it than I do tell me it had to have been thermite to have triggered a fireball such as happened in that car. And then the Georgia Bureau of Investigation agent who was investigating it uh, was found dead by gunshot wound to the head within a week. 
I mean, this, there is serious, there are trillions of dollars of global wealth at stake. There are people from both political parties that are implicated in all the crimes here, and there were crimes committed, destruction of evidence being among them. I, I mean, there are any number of crimes that could have and should have been prosecuted arising from this election for all kinds of fraud. And then there's the international aspect of it because there's substantial evidence, and I think there'll be more forthcoming, that China and Iran played a large role in uh, flipping votes for Biden and rigging this election. I find, man, we've covered the election as much as anybody else did. Um, all of us did. We covered, you know, the, the countries that we knew were involved with, with, with what happened. And um, when it comes to this stuff where she's talking about thermite, it immediately reminds me of the stuff that we talk about with 9-11, with the towers, how thermite particles were literally found all over the wreckage, all over the place. And thermite is not something you can just go into your Home Depot or just go online and learn how to make it. Thermite is usually military-grade stuff. You had to have access to it. You have to, be, you have to have resources to even get it. And the people that she knows says this had to have been thermite. And when you hear about that and you look at the vehicle... I mean, do you guys remember this? This is the picture of it. Does this look like a normal car accident? Absolutely no not. And what did we say? I find I know you weren't on the show yet at that time, but I know we were talking about this. Then the first thing I we we thought when uh, that we found out who this person was related to, the guy, the boyfriend of Kemp's daughter, was what? This was a warning shot. If you did, if you guys decide to do an audit. This might be your daughter next, hey, Kemp. Yeah. That's what I think. What do you think, man? Yeah, I remember the height of this. You know, after I stared at that picture for a few minutes, I, I remember the height of this situation happening because a lot was at stake, right? I mean, well, it still is, but a lot was at stake at that moment. We were we were looking at the runoffs. We were looking at control over the Senate. And, and then we had to see this happen. And I remember that the lead investigator, he, you know, he was killed and everything. Look, we were all looking into this, and, and there was a lot of speculation going around about what caused it. P you know, people from a half mile, mile away were hearing the explosion. That does not happen on a car accident. Um, there was so many questions that, that were being asked uh, about this, this wreckage and everything, man. And there's no way that it was just a normal wreck. I know that. But what this does is it, it brings it to the public forum, the big forum, whenever somebody like Sidney Powell you know, talks about this, brings this back around. I'll admit that the timing is a little weird uh, because it, it, you know, it's not that old, but at the same time, why talk about it right this second? You know, what, where's this sort of going? But I mean, I'm sure everybody out there in the chat remembers this too. It was, it was a terrible situation and uh, it, it was definitely a warning shot of some kind. I truly believe that 100%, man. Yeah, it's crazy. And some of you were saying, yeah, you can make uh, the military grade is nanothermite. And some, the, I guess there's levels to thermite. That's news to me, guys. I don't study thermite. So thanks in the chat for that. But either way, um, cars don't burn like that in car accidents. Not like the way we saw. And it's just, it's really suspicious to what uh, we saw here. And everyone's talking about nanothermite now with 9-11. Anytime I hear thermite, man, that's, that's immediately where my mind goes with those melted beams. Um, yeah. But Really, really crazy stuff. So I just wanted to bring that to your guys' attention. So let's get into tonight, tonight's sponsor before we get into the clowns, my friend. And let's do it now. So guys, whoops, that's not that one. We're not Spanish music up in here. <laughs> that's for another night. 
So guys, I've been talking about my mom's business for months now, still the sponsor of the show, and tonight is no different. You guys have been promoting aluluwellness.com, a all natural diet, and we are doing it here again tonight. So Breakthrough N2 is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops in a structured balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need, which is the abnormal fat. While on the program, you will take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts that help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So guys, when you go to sign up, this is what the sign up page will look like. This will get your consolation call with your coach. They will answer any of your questions about the diet and you'll be on your way to start your healthy weight loss journey. Spring is right around the corner. We've had three days of 65 degree weather out here. I find it. it's getting warmer in April and spring is right around the corner. So you want to look good. You want to make sure that COVID weight is off. So go check them out. AluluWellness.com. This is supporting my mother's business, a Patriot business. And when you support my sponsors, you are supporting my show. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for letting me get that in there. I think we're all caught up on donations, my friend. Are you ready to do Clowns of America? I love the clowns. Let's do (laughs) the clown, shall we? I'm ready. Oh, we got lots of clowns tonight, my friend. Lots of clowns. So I refuse to cover any of the royal prince family garbage, man. Whatever whatever was going on with that. I could care less what the royal family has to say about anything. But apparently a lot of people like Oprah um, care about, wanted to do an interview. And just a side note, from what I've read, uh, they're, they're, whatever popularity rating these people have, it's, it's tanked now even more. So in honor of them, just had to give the first clown out to... The Markles and Oprah Winfrey here. Look lovely. Thank you, so dear. Before we get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Look lovely. Thank you, so Has that ever happened to anyone on the chat? I just want to know. Have you ever been shit on by a bird? I have. And supposedly it's good luck. I think I my I just want to see somebody admit it. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love to see if anyone I've been shit on I've been shit on by a bird multiple times. Um it happens. And my friends always told me it was good luck, but I think they were just trolling me. So clown number one goes to the Markles and Oprah. And speaking of Oprah, my friend, apparently, apparently if you if you share memes now of Oprah. It's called digital blackface. Have you heard of this, my friend? No, I hadn't heard of this. <laughs> well, you're going to hear it tonight, and so is the audience. The Slow Factory Foundation, yes, they're the ones that deemed this is uh, digital blackface. A nonprofit organization dedicated to anti-racism says that white people are sharing Oprah. That white people sharing Oprah interview memes is digital blackface. But you know what's funny? I find it. The Slow Factory Foundation shared an Oprah Winfrey meme just last week (laughs) and they said people from colonized countries reading reading twitter tonight and that is a oprah meme so i find it my friend that is clown number two how much how much hypocrisy have we shown on this show my friend (laughs) 
Dude, I love this show for that. <laughs> we just get to find all the BS and give it to thousands of people. This is you what, can't make this shit up. This is why I love what I do, my friend. We have to continue to sign the light on these people because guess what? Apparently to all these people, man, digital, digital blackface. That's the first time I heard of that. So my friends out there, you deserve clown number two. So clown number three, my friend, Pelosi reappoints Eric Swalwell to Intel Committee despite honeypot scandal. Because guess what, man? You can be blamed and accused of screwing over your country four years in bed with Russia, peeing on hookers, and that ends up not being true. But you know what is true? This uh, Eric Fartwell here, he banged Fang Fang. We all remember this. So House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Friday confirmed that she's keeping Eric Spall on the House Intelligence Committee despite questions swirling around about his relationship with, with the Chinese spy Fang Fang, who seduced U.S. politicians as part of her work. The American people elected a Democrat House majority that would be relentless in our work to promote their security their security as in their bank accounts, both by defending their economic security here at some and our national security abroad. And on the intelligence committee, these members will be effective forces in keeping the American people safe as we confront our nation's adversaries and adapt new threats and work with our allies. So I find it Nancy Pelosi and Eric Swalwell get clown number four for the night because sleeping with a communist spy is apparently okay. And it'll also help you keep your job on the Intel committee. How, how nice is that? Golly, man, the things that people have to put on resumes these days to work in the U.S. government, right? <laughs> Apparently, man, <laughs> peeing, if you pee on a Russian hooker, that'll get you impeached. But if you bang a Chinese communist spy, you get to keep your job. This is what I'm saying, man. Clowns everywhere. And everyone knows, everyone knows you should be getting your uh, your nice stimulus checks, by the way. And I hope they have Donald Trump's name on them. They're supposed to be here this weekend, but... I want you guys to see here a clown number five. What Hunter Biden? We Hunter Biden got his uh, got his check, and there was a video out, and this is what he was doing. Check it out. Yes, dance with your daddy's money. Dance with your daddy's. Actually, it's our money, our taxpayer money. What do you think about this? <laughs> oh man, I love the memes. God, these things are gold. I'm. I don't know about y'all in the chat. I keep every single one of these. This is history right here. <laughs> this it is, is history. We're gonna show our kids. It is. We have to save these videos. It has to be. A, it has to be a history of what we're doing. And the last clown of the night to wrap up the show, ladies and gentlemen is none other than Kamala Harris because nothing, nothing is more reassuring than hearing from our vice president slash uh, slash president, fake president, whatever you want to call them, that the government, we're here. This The help is here. And all I have to say is we are an absolutely a laughing stock. Listen to this garbage, guys. Help. The president promised help is on the way. And today, help has arrived. Help has arrived for the workers who lost their jobs. Help has arrived for the students who've been stuck at home. Help has arrived for the families that have struggled to put food on their table. And for the small businesses that have struggled to keep their doors open. You see creepy Chuck Schumer behind her? Like, bro, what are you doing, <laughs> man? You're a clown too. You, did, you weren't gonna even be on this list, but now, now you made it, my friend. Chuck Schumer and Kamala Harris, man. Anytime that I hear the words come out of her mouth that 
America, help is on the help is here. Help is on the way, dude. I want to vomit my face out. I do too, man. Every single thing that she just said. I know I know that I'm preaching to the choir out there, but every single word out of her mouth was caused by them. Every single bit of it was caused by them. It's so ridiculous for them to even try. We look, America knows they're so BS, man. You gotta <laughs> laugh at how they can just get up and even just attempt it. I know every married man, uh, every married man out there that listened to her or watched that cringe because Kamal Harris said, "I am. We're here to help you." And every time that any words coming out of her mouth like that, it's like, "Whoa, Kamal! You know, we're married here. There are married men here. We are not. <laughs> we know. We know you got the reputation of heels up, Harris. We know, but we don't need that kind of help. Businesses out here, man. We need money. They need money. They need to get repaired. They need to fix all of the peaceful protesters that destroyed their businesses." That's what we need help with, man. So, (laughs) (laughs) I love this. Marie Autumn 1520 out in the chat. Barf, nasal sounding bitch. (laughs) That's it, guys. That's it. That was Clowns of America edition for Saturday night. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, man. So, I had so much fun. So much fun as I always do hanging out with you, man. Doing the show. I just want to give a shout out to everybody that got to hang out with us tonight. Um, Thank you guys for continuing to support um, this channel. Uh, support us with your donations, guys. You dropped um, all these cash apps on us. Guys, as far as the baby list, you guys have gotten almost everything on the list. And we could, me and the wifey cannot be more thankful. So thank you guys for that. I just want to show you guys some of the new merch we have that my brother and our, my t-shirt guy, Bruce, put together here. We have the Mr. Potato Head shirt now that says, Don't Tread on Potatoes. Uh, with, with the uh, Mr. Potato Head giving a nice middle finger with the American flag. Awesome stuff. We have the Truth Equals Hate Speech. The Shamrock Woke Society's hoodie for the uh, for the for March, uh, St. Patty's Day is actually next Wednesday, so that should be fun. Um, we have that in V-necks, regular T-shirts, and all that good stuff. My brother also made. I saw some people talking about these. I find it white white privilege cards. So if anybody wants a white privilege card with uh, your special number here zero zero four five across the board, those are also on sale now. So all these <laughs> things can be purchased, and the Dr. Seuss hat. Uh, the mug, come and take it. So many awesome new things in the shop, guys. It'll make a perfect gift for you, your family, um, to get a good laugh and to make a nice memory piece and all that good stuff. So it's all there. And of course, guys, you can always go to wokesocieties.tv if you want to watch me on the Roku. You can sign up for a monthly fee for that or a yearly fee, whichever it is. It supports this channel and keeps it going on a full-time basis, guys. And I can't tell you guys, um, right now, ever since Trump left the scene, Every every news news outlet, you know, even channels out here, views went down. People lost interest, and we, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the same when Trump was around. We're all aware of that. Um, so keeping this going the way that we're doing it now, the way that I've been doing it, you guys, every single purchase you guys make donation, it's all helping to keep this going right now. And I can't express that enough. So even if you can't donate, sharing this, getting your friends on the Foxhole app. Even if it's DLive and Twitch for right now, if they don't want to do Foxhole, it's all helping right now. Eventually, we're going to be on, you know, I would love to be strictly on Foxhole um, when it can support financially everything. I would love to. And that is uh, that is going to be the goal. So just want to put a shout out there to the, the Woke fam, the guys that are behind uh, the Foxhole app, all the work that Methods is doing, and we're all putting uh, behind it. It's going to be a place where we all can truly um, just build something for us, by us and for us, and I can't wait to do it. It's awesome, and I'm glad people are saying you adapted. It's great. 
Thank you guys. That is the thing. Going from covering what we were normally covering, I find it with all the cute stuff and you know the uh, the rabbit holes, and we're we're just. I feel like we're just in a different place right now, and that's okay. We have to adapt as we go on. And there's just so much out there on Foxhole, guys. There's so much content. And uh, again, I want to do more shows where we just kind of hang out and chill too. And uh, we're going to keep doing that. But any last words, my friend, on, uh, on anything we got going on? Yeah, I just want to let everybody know. I was one of y'all out there in the chat. You know, everybody is is equally important in all of this, man. I'm, I've been following you for a while, and I just love the opportunity. I love Foxhole. I remember the first time that you, on your show, you were like, we've got to build our own platform. You know, we've got it coming. Y'all just wait and see. And uh, and sure enough, it happened, man. And this is our home. I, I, I mean, I know that all everybody else is watching on a lot of different platforms, and that's freaking awesome that they are, but... I've just got Foxhole Chat up. That's what I watch because this is my family over here. Um, and I just want to let y'all know all those donations, man, they have they have helped me so much, y'all out there in the chat. Uh, y'all have made it possible for me to be able to do this. I still work 50, 60 hours a week and then try my hardest to come out here and do this with uh, with Scott and everything. And, um, you know, I just want to keep going with it. Y'all are, y'all are why I do this. Y'all are the whole reason that I, that I try and do this. So... I just wanted to, I just wanted to thank everybody out there in the chat and thank you, Scott. No problem, man. It's, a, it's been a great addition, and uh, people are saying right now, "Love your show with your co-host." I, your co-host, I find it, and uh, all that stuff. And someone, I still think Hillary will take the place of president. I don't know about that. That's kind of craziness, but the uh, the chest is open. It's out there for you guys, and uh, there you go. Thanks for all the donations and even the top contributors here. Uh, Heather, we got Heather July with 159 lemons. Uh, let's see here. We got who else we got here? Uh, reasonable TV, 140 lemons. Thank you, my friend. And the cap something. And is it for real with a thousand lemons with a top contributor? Thank you guys. That is fantastic. So man, we got another, uh, another week coming. It's the weekend. I'm glad it's here. Everyone can chill out now and all that good stuff. Um, I have to see what I do tomorrow. I don't know if I'll be live tomorrow or not. Maybe we'll just hang out. We'll see. We'll see it. We'll have to see what happens. But you guys know where to find me. Watch all the replays of this show at uh, BitChute on Rumble and anywhere else where you can find me, guys. F- follow me on the Telegram. Follow me on Gab. It's been a um, it's been a fun fun time over there. The Telegram is completely uh, blowing up. Baby update: We are officially in the third trimester, right? Um, we're almost. We have a couple weeks. Couple weeks till we're in the yeah. third trimester. So we're getting there, guys. The baby's cooking. Huh. Baby's cooking. <laughs> and uh i guess okay the, yeah. the wifey's gonna jump on camera here um yeah baby bump <laughs> she's clearly got a baby bump <laughs> yeah. awesome this is woke man appearance on the show holy crap that might have been a first <laughs> i think it was okay so she might be going live at some point too guys so you could always catch her but guys thank you so much it's been a great time I'll see you maybe tomorrow, guys. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Bye, everybody.